Welcome back to the 20th and Blake podcast from Mile High Sports. As always, I'm your host, Cade Walker, and today we're going to talk about a topic that uh, it might be might be a little bit unpleasant to think about, you know, uh, looking at the direction that the Rockies are headed or, uh, or lack of direction that the Rockies are headed. Um, it, it's a possibility that um, some members of the Colorado Rockies may not be members of the Colorado Rockies much longer. And in this particular episode, I want to focus on uh, someone who has actually been uh, tossed around um, in rumors basically as much as Nolan Ar- Arnato has been, and that's uh, his counterpart on the left side of the infield in Trevor Story. Now, I don't necessarily like talking about trading away guys, making big moves like this just for the sake of making moves. Uh, but, you know, if you go back uh, several episodes where I talked about the direction of the Colorado Rockies and noting that they are they're stuck between a rock and a hard place because they have a pretty solid top of the um, you know, top of the end players, you know, with Nolan Arenado and Trevor Story. Uh, I mean, even Charlie Blackman, who's pretty solid. Um, and then after that, there's a huge drop-off. It's like, it's a complete plateau. I, th- I believe the Rockies and uh, potentially the Pirates, too, are the only team in the last couple of seasons who have actually uh, received negative wins above replacement from everyone that's not their top three guys. Uh, and that's just... That's not that's not good. <laughs> uh, it's the Rockies aren't aren't deep at the major league level, and it's just a proven fact. So uh, statistically, it's just how it goes. So, uh, I mean, you hear guys like Kenny Rosenthal, and I mean Rosenthal's a pretty pretty legitimate source, and, and he's saying that you know story might be shopped around. Um, you other other guys and uh, Purple Row. Uh, said that you know the Rockies may need to cash out on Trevor Story, uh, and uh, the situation with Trevor Story is a little bit different than Nolan Arenado. So Nolan Arenado, uh, both actually both of them can be free agents after this season. Nolan Arenado has an opt out, uh, which I believe he is unlikely to accept. I believe that he would rather just uh, request a trade than. Uh, just you know, full on uh, declining the contract and signing somewhere else, joining, uh, uh, jumping into unrestricted free agency. Um, I'm not sure if he would get a similar type of deal anywhere else in terms of monetary value. Um, so for him, I think it's more likely that Nolan would get traded than for him to walk. But with Trevor Story, there's there's really three outcomes here, and there's definitely a worst case scenario. Um, and, and it's not it's not really even determined what the best case scenario is. I, I mean, yes, I, okay, yes, there is, but uh, it's unrealistic. Okay, so there's there's three scenarios in this situation. The first of which uh, is, and this is the direction that it looks like it's heading. Uh, but I'm not sure, you know. I mean, there's still there's still room to operate. The first of which is that Trevor Story plays out this season. And walks in free agency, signs somewhere else. Uh, the Rockies don't trade him, don't don't extend him. He just walks, end of contract. That's it. And uh, I believe I believe something would probably get done before that happens. But it's definitely within the realm of possibility if uh, 
you know, the front office, the ownership of the Colorado Rockies doesn't want to trade him. But uh, they also don't believe that they can afford extending him. Uh, extending him might be a little bit expensive. But, uh, I mean, that's it's a possibility. Uh, why they wouldn't want to trade for him and extract as much value as possible, uh, that's that's beyond me, at least. Um, so, so we're going to talk about that. Um, so the second option is extending him, right? Uh, I believe this... This is the first step of a best-case scenario. This in and of itself is not a best-case scenario. Simply extending him uh, puts the Rockies in the same position that they have been the past two seasons. Fantastic top-end talent, no depth. Uh, The ideal scenario is you extend him and you also begin to fill in the roster around him with quality pieces, but that's a big ask and that's sort of a separate issue. But the first step to that idealized scenario for the Colorado Rockies is extending Trevor Story. Uh, Extending him would be somewhat expensive. I mean, uh, first of all, I think I'm almost certain that Story would want to play here in Colorado if they uh, were devoted to winning. If the front office was dedicated to putting together a winning baseball team, I'm sure that Story would stay. Uh, I mean, it's, it, it, the the organization is it has its flaws, but the team is it, it's a, it's a good team to play for. You have guys like uh, DJ LeMahieu who who wanted to stay in Colorado. Um, Ottavino wanted to go to New York. He wanted to be a Yankee, uh, but I mean you have guys who who do want to come to Colorado. It's it's a it's a good team to play for. I mean, especially as a hitter, right? It, it is a hitter friendly environment. Um, probably not as much as people make it out to be, but, um, it is hitter friendly. So, I mean, I, why wouldn't story want to stay here? He's had a great career, uh, in Colorado. So, uh, with that in mind, I think if you look at the market value for high end shortstops like this, uh, th- really the closest contract comparison, I think for Trevor story would have been the extension that Xander Bogart signed, um, in recent off seasons. Uh, so Bogarts signed to a six-year, $120 million deal when he was 26. So that would run through um, his age 26 seasons through his age 32 seasons. So uh, right at the end of his prime, he'd get another payday. Uh, so that's that's definitely something that would benefit Xander Bogarts in that um, in that realm. So and he also received an annual average value. About uh, of about twenty million. So over the past two seasons, Xander Bogarts has actually produced uh, fairly similar. Actually, sorry, past three seasons, Bogarts and Trevor Story have produced uh, both 13, 13 and a half WAR uh, roughly. I think Bogarts might edge him by zero uh, point one, but they've basically been equally valuable as players, and both of them have been right below Francisco Lindor. He's just a notch above them. But both of them are like neck and neck for second best shortstop in the league in terms of wins above replacement. Um, And I think, you know, that contract gives a little bit more insight as to what uh, we could see from Trevor Story potentially signing uh, signing for. If he wants to go for a longer contract, it would probably look similar to Bogart's getting that average annual value of Roughly twenty million, maybe a little bit more than that. If he gets a six-year deal, then maybe a little would look more like one hundred and forty million, uh, because uh, 
I think Bogart's got that contract before he started producing at the level that he was the past two seasons. So uh, maybe 140 million six years. That's that's my best guess. Uh, that's probably the market value for Story right now. And the market's a little bit weird right now uh, because of all the economic implications, prorated salaries, all that. Uh, but it, it does seem that some teams are definitely willing to spend uh, a good amount of money, especially I'm look at like the, the GT Real Muto contract got paid five years, uh, 115 million, I believe. So I mean, teams are willing to spend money in this in this uh, market. So uh, looking at Trevor Story, I think that's my best gauge on his value. Might be off a little bit, but my guess would be if he wants a six year deal, longer deal, ends when he's 34, maybe six years, 140 million. If he wants a shorter deal to maybe catch that one last big contract, uh, you know, get out of this next contract by age 32. Maybe he signs a four-year deal, a uh, four-year deal for maybe, I don't know, 25 million annual average value. So four-year, $100 million deal. I mean, that that's that's definitely in the realm of possibility for him as well. Um, it depends on It depends on what I think his strategy would be, what his, him and his agent decide to do. But I mean, uh, that's that's the price that we're looking at, right? For for Trevor Story, he's uh, just looking at the numbers. He's one of the top shortstops in baseball. That's undeniable. Just behind Lindor for top shortstop in baseball over the last three years by Fangraphs wins above replacement. He's third in WRCS over that period, even with the uh, what I believe to be over penalization in WRC plus from Coors Field. I think he's a better hitter than WRC plus illustrates, and he's still third in that. Uh, he's seventh in defensive run saved and sixth in ultimate zone rating, which means he's a far above average fielding shortstop, and I think he's even uh, taking steps forward there. He did last year specifically. I, th- I believe he was third uh, in defensive runs saved. or No, no, no. He was fifth in defensive runs saved and sixth in ultimate zone rating. Um, and and it was close. I mean, he he was within a, you know, uh, decimal points of, of the guys in front of him. So, I, he's he's fantastic. He's a top fielding shortstop, uh, top hitting shortstop, and uh, what's underrated for Trevor Story, I think, what's, what people miss about him is that he's in the 95th percentile in sprint speed per baseball savant. So, I mean, he's an all-around five-tool player, and, and it's very, very rare that you can say that, that guys are true five-tool players, and, and Story is. I mean, even Nolan Arnauto is not a five-tool player. He doesn't have the speed that uh, Trevor Story does. So, I mean, Trevor Story in a vacuum is an incredibly valuable baseball player. He's, uh, even in a down year, he was uh, one of the, I think he was third in wins above replacement for shortstops this season. In a down year, uh, I think there's room for him to to take steps forward. So, uh, I mean, he's 28. If he, he'll get another big contract, um, maybe two if he decides to, to take a four-year deal here. Um, but I mean, it, in terms of the extension, I'm not sure what the ownership is thinking in terms of price. Uh, Cause we know they restructured his last two deals to uh, basically make it a little bit cheaper for them on the front end. Uh, they, they've done a few moves like cost cutting moves, uh, like obviously like releasing David Dahl. Um, they haven't signed any major league free agents this offseason. So, uh, I mean, it does appear that they're cutting costs here and there. So maybe an extension is unlikely just because of the uh, the, 
the money side of things, just from the ownership standpoint. Uh, so that leaves us with the third and final option, which would be to trade Trevor Story. Uh, and you know, I've talked about this a few episodes ago. The Rockies need to pick a direction. They're a they're at a fork in the road right now. They either need to go all in on the current roster, which would take work, but it is doable. It's tough. The roster is not deep. They, they really need to be fine, and they really need to be very, very good on the fringes, which this front office has not been at all. Um, it, it's a tall order to ask this front office, this ownership group, especially when their analytics staff got slashed. It, it's a tall order for uh, to want these guys to be excellent and almost perfect on the fringes in terms of player acquisition and roster building. Um, so that's the first option is to, you know, go all in on these guys. The other option is to rebuild. I think it's, it's very clear that you can replenish the depth that you, you don't have. The Rockies do not have depth. Um, their farm system is not bad, uh, but it's not great. Right. And it's not great for a team who was below average and wins last year. Um, you know, bottom in the division. So to replenish the farm system, replenish the depth, to go into a rebuild, it, it's a it's a likelihood. Um, not necessarily a likelihood, but it's a it, it's a door. It's an avenue that um, that the Rockies could enter a rebuild, trade their two stars. Story is a valuable trade piece. He's on a contract deal. And a contending team would love to have someone like Trevor Story on their ball club. It's it's a no-brainer. Someone especially like a team like the Yankees, who uh, didn't really get in on the Lindor sweepstakes. I mean, a, a consolation prize would uh, for Trevor Story that that would be perfect. I mean, it's almost almost like you didn't even miss out very much if if that happened. So, um, I mean. If the Rockies were to sell, there would be buyers. And they would be able to receive, I think, a, a decent package. I mean, if you look at um, if you look at the Lindor deal, Lindor was in a similar situation. He's on a contract deal, maybe a little bit better than Story. He, he's a better player than Story, just in terms of value. Um, but, I mean, in terms of raw talent, I think maybe Story has a little as capability they're both mvp caliber players they both are capable of having mvp level seasons so um going great for an mvp level shortstop five tool guy uh, in this case uh it, this is trickier to read because lindor was traded with carlos carrasco so i think the value is skewed a little bit but i don't know i think carrasco was more of a throw-in because of the contract situation um, the Indians were basically salary dumping him. They didn't need compensation as much for him. So I think I think just looking at who the Mets gave is a, a fair starting point. You know, you get a a decent starter level player. I believe the Mets gave up Ahmed Rosario and two top ten prospects in a farm system. They gave up uh, Josh Wolf and Isaiah Green, uh, and they were, you know like between 7 and 13 in the Mets prospect system. So 
I mean, that's that's a starting point, I think. I think the Rockies would probably... I, I If they decided to go that direction, it wouldn't be a bad thing. It, it would be not good for the fans because the fans don't want to see Trevor Story go. He's a fan favorite. He's fantastic. But if the goal is to build a high-end playoff team, maybe a contending team at some point, it's probably better to start from scratch at this point. So if we're looking at the baseline of, of cost, starter-level player, and you know two, two top-ten prospects in a farm system, say the Yankees called for him. Um, Yankees would offer someone like maybe, I don't know, say... I don't know, maybe maybe Gio Rochella is a little bit too much, but say say Mike Talkman. Mike Talkman would probably fit the bill there. Um, say they they throw in Mike Talkman. Uh, Mike Talkman's that starter level guy, really solid outfielder. Rockies could use him. Uh, Rockies probably should have used him before they let him go. <laughs> um, they also throw in say Estevan Florial, who's a, a pretty good outfield prospect, seventh ranked uh, by MLB.com for the Yankees. And they also throw in uh, Luis Medina, who's a pitching prospect for the Yankees, who's uh, 11th in their system. I mean, I think that's that's a possibility. Uh, that's something that the Rockies could look into. That's probably a bit on the cheap side. I think maybe they could they could stand uh, uh, maybe another lower end prospect, someone like in. Uh, like Anthony Garcia, I, I think he's a decent outfield prospect for them. A little bit further out, um, kind of an upside swing, I think, just based on his frame. Um, but, I mean, the Rockies need to extract value somewhere. And they, they can't just let Story walk. They have to extract value, I think. Either they extend him or they trade him. Um, if they let him walk, it's unacceptable, and that's that's a nightmare scenario for the Colorado Rockies and just an utter failure by the front office if that happens. Um, uh, but uh, fortunately, I don't think you – know, I, I rail on Breidich. Uh, you know, I, I, I talk about these guys, talk about the front office a lot, and uh, you know, I disapprove of a, a lot of what they do, but I, I don't think they're that dumb. I, I don't think they're going to do that. I think – I think they would. They will either extend him, even if it's a short extension, um, or they're going to trade him. I don't think they're going to let him walk. But if it does happen, just put it on the record. Um, absolutely incompetent move. And if he does that, Jeff Reddich should not have a job. <laughs> um, that's. It's a strong statement, but it's true. It's uh, you know, baseball is a business. You can't just let that happen. That's just you're losing. You're losing value. You're building a baseball club, and you're losing so much value there. Um, I, and you, you want to either keep that value on your team or convert that value into future value. And that's just it's, – it's basic, basic, basic roster building. So um, that's that's my discussion for the day. If you have any thoughts on that, tweet at me, um, at Cade C. Walker on Twitter. Uh, but thank you again for tuning in to the 20th and Blake podcast, and we'll talk to you next time. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.